guys, it's Grace Valentine here. Welcome to the first edition of the I'm Tired podcast. I'm your host, Grace Valentine. I'm an author, speaker, blogger, and most importantly, I'm a friend. This podcast is about finding adventure and joy in the everyday life. I hope through these real conversations with real people, you can feel encouraged even when you are overwhelmed and annoyed. So today on the podcast, I have two of my friends, Rachel Dvorak and Taylor Glow. <laughs> I've been doing that with so many people. I can't so pronounce close, anything. So Wait, say it one more time. Glow. Uh-huh. Oh, just like glow. Like yeah. Glow yeah, in the, the dark. Like, yeah. Like, like, like the light. She's a yeah, Christian. Yeah, exactly. She's a like, Christian. Exactly. Always mm-hmm. has your light. That's cute. Aw. But yeah, so I met Rachel this summer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we knew of each other for we a long time. Yeah, you, we went to camp together. We went to camp we? together when we were like 13. I know. So we've changed, right? Yeah. I hope. But she <laughs> ended up in Orlando, and I was like, hey, yeah. I'm to reach out. And we ended up getting dinner. And yeah, it was so and fun. it was like the, we played that texting game for a while. Yes. I'm like, uh-huh. can we actually hang out? And then I was uh-huh. like, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. And I was like, finally, there was one time last minute. It all worked out. And then Taylor, I met you this summer too, right? She works for you work for the Lift Tour, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so student fun. leadership university, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. then I work as a girls minister, so we do stuff with student leadership university. So so fun. I love that all of our lives kind of like intertwined. Yeah, because yeah. uh-huh. we're mm-hmm. all in this like crazy season. But I just want to talk to y'all because I've learned lately that I am so tired of the expectations that others have and that I have mm-hmm. in my twenties, and yeah. that was even in college and even in life and. I don't know if I'm the only one, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like since we're all in the same season that maybe you'll no, feel the sure. same way. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because, like, now picturing myself where I'm at in adulthood, I guess, mm-hmm. young professional, yo pro, whatever you want to call pro, it. Yo pro. But now it's just funny because when you're, I guess, a child and you're growing up, you're just like, oh, when I grow up, this is what I want to be. So you start that question really yeah. young. And so now that I'm here and I still feel 12, it's just kind of like, oh, this is yeah. not what I thought. So yeah. it's funny. And I really thought I'd be more mature by now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or like not struggle with issues that you're still struggling with. Yeah. And you're just like, oh. Well, I just feel like, and maybe it's the authority over me, but I feel like there's all these boxes that I was given and I feel like I have to check them. Mm. And when I check them, I mean, I feel successful for a little bit, but I don't feel fulfilled. And I kind of, I feel like your whole life is leading up to like checking these boxes, graduating college, mm. getting a job. But we're like, wait, I don't like my job. Yeah. You know, wait, like I graduated college, but like now what? And I'm just kind of like, wait, can I make boxes for myself? You know, like what does that look like? And I think I've been struggling kind of with what society's expectations are of me versus, okay, like mm. what is realistic for where I'm at right now, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And mm-hmm. I remember being, did y'all have to in eighth grade, we literally had to do this like career cluster plan, like before we went to high school. Yes. You'd uh-huh. be like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And yeah. I was like 13, 14. Like, I still don't know. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, I still don't know. And I remember like yeah. making all these plans. I was like, it was I not be even a, what? A doctor. Yeah, no. I want to make money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then you're like, wait, that's hard. I know. Like, <laughs> that's a lot of school. I won't make it. <laughs> no, it's not given to me now. But I just think we always had these expectations leading up to this moment and the season we are in now. And yeah. even in college, I remember I put so much expectations on everything in college. Yeah. And that was disappointing in general. Like, so many mm-hmm. times. I mean, it's glorified. It's yeah. glorified for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think you see movies, too, and you're like, this is going to be so yeah. great. And then yeah. you're like, yeah. But I know for me, college was a big deal like that. And so I know there's probably people listening who are in college season. Mm-hmm. And what would y'all wish that you could tell yourself in college? Like, based on the expectations you had uh, and everything you were going through and just those moments that you were in college, you're like, okay, this mm-hmm, kind of yeah. sucks. I thought it would be different. Like, what do you wish you knew? I think for me, it was the issue of, like, I was so used to being surrounded by people in high school and growing up that I wanted to have that same mm-hmm. thing when I was in college. So it was like my priority to make friends. And I think that's common for any college student. And so with that, I was rushed in finding friends. And then 
Once I thought I you were about to say like rush, like I was like rush sorority. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, sorority black. <laughs> That's true. Right That's true. You. No, no, no. no. Uh, but I was rushed to find friends, and so mm-hmm. in that it was just kind of like, oh, when I got in three or four months into college, it kind of made me step back. Do are these my friends? Do I want these? Mm-hmm. Be surrounded by these people, and so I just felt myself being like, okay, let me take a step back and realize it's kind of okay to be lonely in yeah. some points, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's normal. Instead of rushing to find these friends that really you might not want to surround yourself with mm-hmm. or you might actually not yeah. have anything in common mm-hmm. with, instead of doing that, just right off the bat, kind of take a step back and be like, okay, you can actually grow in this time of yeah. being lonely and then mm-hmm. pray for that. And then the Lord could be sweet and just giving mm-hmm. you those friends that you do connect mm-hmm. with and that are going to be the ones that are yeah. in your wedding or that yeah. you are friends with for life. And yeah. uh, and I remember, like, my first week of college, I think I just took a big group of girls, and we all, like, took all these pictures together. Like, yes. I'm pretty sure I don't even know where any of them <laughs> right. are. No, true. Same. I my was first like, I was like, so freshman year. here I am. All my new friends. Yeah. Like, she got, like, out of state when I went to college where I knew no one. And I was Same. like, I must find friends. It's almost yeah. like you're proving to yourself that I, yeah. like, I got it. You know, I'm yeah. doing it. I'm finding all these people. Proving other people that yeah. you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Rachel, did you have any advice that you wish you knew in college? Well, I placed a lot of expectation in college because I didn't love high school, which I know some people do some people don't but yeah. I personally didn't and <laughs> who does I wanted I wanted to get out like yeah. I my I mean I had a twin sister my whole life so I was grouped with her and we were such like a package unit that I really realized I don't really know who I am like yeah. just as Rachel and so being able to go out of state and go to a private university I just felt like I was able to okay now I'm away from family like who am I and yeah. that forced me to learn um and freshman year I think I wanted to be everyone's friend mm-hmm. because I wanted I don't know I wanted that validation of mm-hmm. like everyone knows me and like this is how they know me I'm kind of like starting over and then sophomore slump I really think is real because that's when oh, you realize so well you're like these people aren't my friends like you know because I'm not really like myself and I'm with them I'm just like who like their ideal friend is and it's mm-hmm. exhausting and so I think sophomore slump is kind of like a who are my friends, you kind of almost, like, are lonely. And you're and off like, campus at that point, mm-hmm. so you're not, like, knocking on people's doors. Well, and like, you, Yeah, and you just kind of have to sit with yourself and be like, wait a second, like, okay, who do I want to hang out with, you know? And, like, it's okay to choose. Like, it's okay yeah. to be like, wait a second, like, let's pick a few people that I intentionally want to be with because yeah. I don't have to be friends with everyone. That's exhausting. So that was, like, my probably the biggest advice I want to give myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think okay. especially, um, and maybe, because y'all both went to private universities in mm-hmm. college. I was, like, kind of like Bible Belt. I went mm-hmm. to Baylor. Y'all went to Stanford, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I remember people put so much expectation. That sounds so dramatic and so dumb when you say it, like, ring by spring. And I, yeah. I remember in high school, some girl <laughs> was like, Grace, you're the girl who's going to go off to college and, like, find her husband. I'm like, huh, no way. Like, flip mm-hmm. my hair. Like, really? Like, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't wait. I mean, like, that Stoked. would be that bad. Like, and then, like, those were little expectations. And mm-hmm. then she's, now that girl who said that, she's married. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm, I'm so, so yeah. happy yes, my, for my, my, you. My, 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 yeah, I'm like, expectations or even that like I went from being like a really good student like mm-hmm. and then I went to college and I was like oh I'm so mediocre yes <laughs> yeah I'm pretty average uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that was something that was hard for me but I think all those expectations were just filled with disappointment because my plans were prideful in my sense like mm-hmm. I had made my plans the best view of life and mm-hmm. that was as silly as it sounds and as cheesy as it sounds it was just me saying I'm better than God like I hold the pen mm-hmm. better I write better stories like mm-hmm. you can shut up and mm-hmm. always I learned that but even in this season I keep finding myself now that I'm in my 20s and yeah. like yo pro I guess that's a word <laughs> I love it the season I'm like okay once again I'm disappointed because there's mm-hmm. no end to it and yeah and yeah. high school is four years in college yeah. it was four years mm-hmm. and now we're in this adult world and it's like People are like, how long are you staying in Orlando? I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like, give me a second. Right. 
Yeah, and it's hard. That was another thing that took me a second to adjust going into adulthood, quote on with quotation marks, um, was that block of time that mm-hmm. you're responsible for. Mm-hmm. Because it was different in college because you would be like, yeah, we can meet for coffee at three, but now yeah. it's, no, I have this job that I'm expected mm-hmm. to be at or either doing something for it from these times right here, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of... And that's your priority. Right, yeah. and that's your priority. Mm-hmm. And so just finding friends, making friends, and now being in a new city for me, because I just moved here to Orlando mm-hmm. in June, it's just kind of like, and where are okay, you from again, Taylor? I'm from Albany, Georgia. Okay. It's like a southwest Georgia. Um, but now being here, like, it's mm-hmm. just different making those friends, because when you went off to college, you're constantly surrounded by people, you're mm-hmm. able to make those friends, have that time, but now mm-hmm. it's just a whole different world. Yeah, and I think on the other side, though, you can look at it as because I feel like with the four-year, you kind of feel like you have a deadline for, like, performance. Mm-hmm. But here, like, you're, like, constantly evolving. And you like, have, like, like I don't have a goal, Yeah, too. I don't Just have Just kind of graduate. Yes, <laughs> and I don't – like, here in postgrad, like, I don't have a timeline. And, like, mm-hmm. I think any timeline I have is something I've placed on myself or that I feel others have placed on me. And so I feel like a big part of the season has been me learning, like, the only person rushing me is me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't – there's no ru- – where am I even trying to get? And, like, who am I doing it for? You know, and yeah. why does it matter so much? And it's more, like, those kind of questions because there's no – like, there's no piece of paper yeah. you know, you're, you're working for. It's really just, like, fulfillment, you that's know? That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, since, like, you kind of said that's, like, your personality. I know mm-hmm. Rachel's really into the Enneagram, right? I love the Enneagram. Yeah. She's I love an the Enneagram. A big fan. I love it. Yeah, she's <laughs> go take she's the our test. Enneagram expert. You're Enneagramcoach.com right yes, here. Yes, I know. I know. You should go take the test, okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. She's a big fan. And I was even talking with other people right before this, like, about Enneagram. And so... Um, what what are you again, Rachel? Like what's I'm a four. Four? I'm okay. A four. Mm-hmm. Are you a wing three, you said? Yes, one okay. three. And Taylor, what are you? I am a three wing okay. two. I'm a three wing two, too. What two? Oh, oh my god. god. That's one. That's such a great personality sisters. But I feel like that explains especially in this season. Like I feel like because of three, so you probably relate in your mm-hmm. wing three. Yeah. I feel like the need to succeed, like the need yeah. to have results too. Mm-hmm. And so even my first month here, I think when I had lunch with you, Rachel I was like, Yeah, it kinda it's kinda hard. Like you yeah. just drop them in, like <laughs> and you're like, like <laughs> I know, like I just okay, make sure Rachel but like let's sit here at lunch and talk about like how stressed I am and how yeah, I am in no, life. And, I know. But I think we it was because of all the expectations I made that I wanted results and I couldn't just live in the moment, like you yeah, said. Yeah. Because I so often wanted to see the next step. And I couldn't bloom where I was planted when I kept mm. looking at like people around me and what they were doing. Yeah. And I wasn't enabling myself to root. Mm-hmm. And so I think as silly as like the Enneagram is, it really does kind of help you like yeah. see like, okay, I have this need to succeed, I have this need for results, and that's not always healthy. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I need to make sure it's at a healthy stage. Yeah. Well, one thing I learned, the most important thing I've learned probably about it is, I mean, honestly, it's not the end-all be-all. It's just a tool. Mm. But it's taught me that the best things about you can also be the worst things about you. And so the things that are, like, oh, their best so qualities, you know, like, I mean, the, as you being a three, the performing side is not bad, but it can easily be bad depending mm. on how you take it, you know. But it could also be really good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I look at, because, I mean, like, I, I'm a three and I, like, I read somewhere, like, most nonfiction authors are threes. Wow. And so mm-hmm. I was that's like, cool. that's ironic, huh? Because, like, I mean, I'm an author plug for my book. I'm just I know. What's <laughs> <laughs> more results? Like, check it out. Go to Barnes & Noble. I'm joking. But, am I not? But, um, <laughs> but seriously, though, we, it does help you see, like, that the best things about you are sometimes unhealthy if they're mm-hmm. not treated right and if mm-hmm. you're not nurturing it and if you aren't also noticing it like yeah. I have this need to succeed but I need a need of Jesus or yeah. I have this need to fill this like satisfaction with attention mm-hmm. um from this world but I need to remind myself that my worth isn't in my schedule it's yeah. not in 
how many times I'm actually hanging out with people. Because mm-hmm. when you're in your 20s, you suddenly run out of time. Like, the whole day, like, 9 to 5, yeah. like, you're done. Like, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, that was the day. Time for Netflix. Yeah. Like, I want to watch one or show. you want to go to bed at 7 p.m. Yeah. Daylight savings. And yeah. Tired. It's, like, yeah. dark outside, I know. Right yeah. now it's, like, 7 o'clock, and it's literally black outside. But it's also true. It's just, like, something that I've always struggled with. Mm-hmm. Now, something I also was thinking of recently, too, is that there are some movies. Like, in high school, I looked at High School Musical, and I was like, that's how it's going to be. And then yeah. I was disappointed, obviously. Like, I can't, I can't say yeah, it. Wow. Like, I have a Troy Bolton in my mouth. And Zach Afron did not show up. Yeah. <laughs> no. Our basketball team did not look like him. But, um, but those no, were, no, I was kidding. No. I shouldn't be judging boys based on looks, because that would be bad if they did it to me. But, but, um, but I also look in the college, I was like, I like legally blonde, dumb. But like that mm-hmm. was grad school, but in the moment I always thought that was undergrad. Yeah. Like I yeah. didn't really get the difference when I was younger. And yeah. so that was kind of my expectation. I was like, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. gonna show all my Warren, whatever boys who's boss. <laughs> yeah. And I'll and like end the year with this satisfactory moment. Um, yeah. once again disappointed. And I feel like now I'm like in the season of like how to lose a guy in ten days, you know, where she ends yeah. up with Benny and the Jets, like having a romantic thing. Or yeah. you have all these other movies that are just like your expectations of mm-hmm. life. Like, did y'all mm-hmm. have any movies that y'all relate that to? Okay. Mine was, I think 13 going at 30 is yeah. what pops in my head, yeah. even though she's 30, but that type of lifestyle, you know, where she has the an job. Apartment, like, yeah, an yeah. apartment. Apartments like, are expensive, I've learned. First of right. all, all the movies where they're living by themselves, that's not real. Yeah, yeah. in a New York apartment, yeah. I was like, you can't live by yourself? No. Yeah, With have a you seen two yeah, She has two bedrooms? I'm like, you're right. kidding. No, Walk-in right. closets? Oh, no, no, no. Let's Zillow that. Let's check it out. Let's see how much she paid. Yeah, right. So I think 13 going on 30 um, is the biggest one. And then The Intern was another yes. one that popped in my head. Because mm-hmm. really it wasn't the age that was, but it was just the success the and the yeah. the lifestyle and the job mm-hmm. that they had was more of what I was like, oh, that's what it's going to be like. But you're realizing, like, I mean, my parents are at a, you know, stable place, but they're like 50. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, you don't make that. Like, it's right. very rare that you make that within a few years, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's when my job looks very monotonous because you're like, I could be in this for like 30 years. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be. Right. Like, no, that's not Hello, what I'm we're do. talking to millennials but, and Gen Z. You, it's yeah. like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Rachel's we boss can't do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I, I don't know if you want me. I don't know if you want that for me. But, but <laughs> yeah, you probably want to. You understand. You know. You understand. I think you know. I know. I know. No, that's so true, though, because. Yeah, I think just movies in general slash the success is just what I would always look at rather than their mm-hmm. age. But then I would put that on myself now and be like, why don't I have, you know, yeah, that one-bedroom apartment oh God, but even in a big more, city. Even more than movies, but, like, Instagram. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. it's like, think about these people. Like, like, people you know. It's so, some of them stage. Like, you know, you don't know. Like, you just right. see the picture that's post. You have no idea. You know, that's probably not even people that follow you around. Is that your house? You don't know. It's probably not your house. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's those influencers, yeah. and they're just like, I just another day in Park City or, like, Central Park. And then a lot of times they'll take them beforehand and then post later, and they're like, oh, what a Monday. I'm like, and then they post their picture. I'm like, today I spilled water all down my pants when I that's my yeah, exactly. exactly. No, it's uh-huh. not real. And I'm like, look at those people. Like, you do your hair every day. Like, you do your makeup. And so I'm like, yeah. do they just change outfits while they take pictures? Or probably, like, probably. and they have enough outfits to do that? I, I was know. like, I'm like wearing well, this sweater like five times this month, and it's literally December 10th when we're filming this. I so it's have like the same outfit I wore yesterday. It's yeah. fine. It's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But I think like if there's anything that I have to remind myself in this season, it's just that like as silly as it sounds, that. Uh, no one is as happy as they seem. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. We're all really good at pretending, and I think that's because we're the generation, like, that we're the we're the first generation that has had to live their life on social media. Like, it's we true. started when we were young. We it's had a form true. spring yeah. that was horrible. Like, did y'all have form spring? No. Like, oh, keep, yeah, like, the ask anything, and you're just, like, anonymous. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we all started all these bad things, and then it yeah. just got dramatic, and then it became now living on this life on Instagram, and 
we say it a lot, but it really does alter the way you look at your mind. So when we do mm-hmm. things, we instantly compare because there's no way that we can leave the comparison game. Like yeah, we're yeah. always in it. We come home from work. We had a horrible day at work. We spilled water or coffee on ourselves. And then we go on Instagram and we see everyone else's mm-hmm. best moment. And mm-hmm. so it makes it really hard for us to actually yeah. like find our worth in things that are valuable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And that's something just with expectations. I think that's where they come Yeah, is the people around us, mm-hmm. the things, the pressures that are put on us. And that's expectations. And in reality, those aren't expectations that we should hope on, yeah. hold on to and hope for yeah. because those aren't, those are going to change anyways. If you think about it, expectations aren't even reliable, even though mm-hmm. we put so much pressure on ourselves because mm-hmm. those expectations are going to change anyways with the new season, with the new culture, with whatever's new. So those expectations are only moment filled. And so mm-hmm. they're almost like emotions and they're shallow. And mm-hmm. when, whenever you achieve them, I don't always necessarily feel better. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's almost like it's like short. You're still yes. going to have more expectations exactly. to go with exactly. once you achieve that. It's like, okay, yeah. I posted a photo that kind of looks like this influencer I follow, but like, wait a second, I'm not getting as many likes. Or you know, yeah, 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 it's just yeah. not what you think. And right. Always, it's like a picture. It's in exactly. two days, no one's liking it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just not, like it's never what you think once you get it. Because like you, it's like once you get it, okay, you still have to stay in it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, especially with a job, that yeah. was the biggest yeah. thing for me. Okay, I got it. But like, wait, it's and hard. And you post it, congrats. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't mm-hmm. have to post that. And now every day I wake up, I like. Yeah, so you're like six months drive. later. You're like, okay, wait, I'm still in it. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like yep. it's not like a oh my gosh anymore. Like you're yeah. like, you have a job and you like have to be in it. You and know? like Rachel, I'm you have a boyfriend, correct? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. is there any like expectations that you like, especially as a, like a young adult and like Christian or college that you've always had to feel like you compare your relationship to, like well, having it? He and I, I mean, we went to Sanford, so the Ring by Spring thing was definitely there just because it's, a, mm-hmm. it's such a four-year school. Did people keep asking you, like, when are you Yeah, and it, it was just like, frustrating because I was just like, Heath and I were never that person. Like, we were just never going to be that couple. Like, I just knew, I knew that from, like, the beginning. Because I'm like, honestly, I don't want to, we have no money, so, like, that's yeah. stupid. Like, where so, would you buy Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you, yeah, I'm like, you have a house, like, how? Like, you know? And it's just <laughs> like, I'm like, your parents bought it. I don't know, maybe. I don't, but it's just like one of those things where... And I knew that I wanted to have my own life mm-hmm. after college because I'm like, honestly, dating in college is so convenient because yeah. we're like five minutes from each other mm-hmm. and it's so easy. And you're not anywhere nine in the five. Well, yeah, and you have no reason to break up really because like you just go to functions together and everything is just kind of like convenient. And so it's easy. And so he's currently like he's in Dallas working and mm-hmm. I'm here. And so I mean, we've seen each other maybe like three or four times like in six months. No. And so and the, it's their weekends, you know. So like it's literally like, maybe like a full day. Um, and so I've had to like plan myself here and really build my life here. Um, and I've and build your it. life without him for the first yes. time. Yes, and like because like, it's he's more not in your friend group. Well, like, and I would encourage people that it's more like you need to build your own life, and then look at the person you're dating. And you're like, do I want to share this with them? Mm-hmm. Not they're my life. Mm-hmm. I need to kind of do stuff That's outside true. of him. You know what I mean? Like, so I had to get to a point where I was like, this is my life, and I still love him enough, and I like want him to be in it. Not mm-hmm. so much he's my life, mm-hmm. you know, and everything else revolves around him. So yeah. that was probably the biggest thing that I had to learn. And, like, I think our relationship has thrived because of it. So, yeah. mm-hmm. And I think that's so healthy, too, that you're, like, finding your own personal identity. Mm-hmm. Because in college, like, and I felt like in high school I had, like, a label. Like, yeah. I knew I was, like, the preppy, like, class president, like, that girl. And mm-hmm. then in college I became a whole different label. Like, mm-hmm. my – because especially I went to a whole different school with whole different people. Like, mm-hmm. people knew of me as a different reputation. Yeah. And I was more, like – I was when I was younger in college, I was a little crazy, so I still had that reputation always yeah. on me, like a partier, but then I yeah. ended up not being. Then I was the mm-hmm. blogger, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it changed. I'm like, like, she's like a total switch. Wow. 360. I know. Yeah. Transformation Tuesday. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> transformation year. Uh, but then you have to find your identity because now you're in this, young, like, young adult years, mm-hmm. and you don't have all those stupid, like, high school, college labels, like, you clubs. You don't yeah. have those, like, sorority symbols. And so mm-hmm. it's like, who are you actually? And yeah. if you 
are just the girl with a relationship, there's so much more to you than that. Mm -hmm. And I think some people do that. They cling onto that. Like, they don't know who they are without that person. And that's not healthy. It's, like, Mm -hmm. okay for them to be, like, your person, but it's not okay for them to be, like, your identity. Yeah. Um, And Mm -hmm. I think I just see a lot of relationships that do that. And Taylor, um, not trying to be like, let's call out our relationships. People just love this stuff. (laughs) People (laughs) hate this up. I know. (laughs) They want to know. They're curious. They're curious. So you're single too, right? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like, especially, like, now that you moved to a whole new city and this young adult, yours yeah. it's just like what has like been your expectations for like dating life and just everything in that season yeah. I wasn't to tell you I was gonna ask you yeah sorry no it's fine so <laughs> right when I got here I had recently broken up with my college boyfriend and mm-hmm. so it was just a kind of a 360 and just the frame of mindset and yeah I mean it was getting here was kind of all right this is my life this is my new mm-hmm. and just a lot of things on one on top of the other was new and mm-hmm. so it was number one getting used to my job and then number two being like okay because I'm a three mm-hmm. kind of back to the Enneagram for a second I'm not super self-aware all the time and I because I want to just keep convincing myself and others that I'm fine that everything's mm-hmm. fine <laughs> so being single now and having that time um to reflect is just something that I'm not used to having mm-hmm. but in reality honestly it's just been great because it's allowed me to kind of plug myself in here Mm -hmm. and not think about, okay, marriage, what's next? Like I'm able to plug myself into my career and know that I'm able to stay here for a couple years because if not, then Mm -hmm. it would just be, and that's totally fine. If Mm -hmm. not, you know, like that's fine. But now that I'm here, I'm like, okay, this is cool because I'm able to invest Mm -hmm. in my job that, which I really do like, and Mm -hmm. I love the people. And so I can do that and I can invest in my church and just Mm -hmm. plant roots here without having the, okay, I might leave in a couple years, yeah. but knowing like, okay, I think I'm, I'm think I'm going to be here for a significant amount of time, and mm-hmm. then also that just allows like my relationship with the Lord to be a whole lot different too, and just the yeah. way I relate and the way I'm thinking and praying, mm-hmm. um, just because it is just me yeah. right now, and so for like such a time as this, and so it's cool because it's just kind of like, okay, I don't have any ties at all. Yeah. What what could be next? And just mm-hmm. being able to say yes freely has mm-hmm. been really cool for sure. Yeah. yeah, and I think about that too. When people are like, "How did you end up in Orlando?" I'm like, "I just said yes." Like, yeah, yeah. like God yeah. just laid things in my plans. And I'm not saying, and I love Rachel that you like came back to Orlando because you felt that. Yeah, and you didn't do that with someone tied to you. Like yeah. you have a relationship, but it's not like your identity. Mm-hmm. And, and it can be a strain. I mean, like it can. Like you yeah. still have to like think of someone. And you, you know, you still work. have to account. Yeah. yeah, you are two to mm-hmm. like yeah. two becoming one. You are like that. No, that was mm-hmm. so dramatic. Yeah. You are, <laughs> you are like sharpening each other. You yeah. are doing life together. And so you have to keep them accountable. But mm-hmm. I will say like a lot of people, especially have these expectations have a relationship. But the most beautiful thing about not being in a relationship too comes from the idea that you can say yes. Like you yeah. can yeah. go on yeah. those crazy adventures. You can moved states away and see what God has for you in store there and God obviously is whether you're in a relationship and he is made that like such a cool opportunity for you to do ministry with mm-hmm. one another or whether you're alone like he's going to use you and use you, everyone yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for his glory yep. but I will say like to especially the single girls who have had expectations of dating like there's so much joy that comes from just the adventure of saying yes and from yeah. having that ability to and do don't that. just keep thinking of the what's next like yeah in your singleness, don't be like, okay, but who's next? Like, yeah. who is it yeah. going to be in looking? Like, be content with where you're at because mm-hmm. you said yes in this moment. So continue to say yes every day to what the Lord has rather than looking. Yeah. Just being content is just enough for this time. And I'll say as a four, I'm a, huge, <laughs> I'm a huge what if person. Like, it's hard. I'm not saying it's hard for me to be committed, but it's hard for me to 
my mind kind of goes like, what if I did this? Or like, mm-hmm. you know, what if Heath and I weren't dating? Or like, what if I was dating somebody else? Or what, you know, just, there's always another, yeah. there's always greener grass somewhere. Yeah. Or at least, at least you perceive it to be greener. Yeah. And so I'm someone who like, if you are dating somebody and like, I just want to voice that it's normal to feel that mm-hmm. way. Especially mm-hmm. in this season where everything's so different, you know? Yeah. And you're, you're like, like well, should I be the young 20 mm-hmm. girls going on 50 first dates or <laughs> yes. something? Yeah, exactly. And so everyone's like little, their journey's different and it's okay if you don't know. Like, it's okay mm-hmm. if you don't. I don't know. And you don't have to be dating someone and instantly people are like, and I knew he was the one. Yeah, the and that's just week. like, that's, yeah. I'm sorry, no, that's BS. That's, like, that's like yeah. not, like, that's just not, yeah. I mean, maybe for some people, it that's could happen. Point of dating I'm so happy is, for like, you. But yeah, yeah, but it's just like, I mean, I think he and I have been dating okay for over three not. years and I still find out things about him. I'm like, But I still figure out things about me that I'm like, you know, so it's just like, it goes both ways. So that's normal relationships. Yeah. So how can – because I know, Rachel, you're doing stuff with the Enneagram. Like, how uh-huh. can people find, like, your stuff? If you don't know, she has these cool poems that she's done. And so you should first, one, take the Enneagram test. So you're Enneagramcoach.com, right? But then mm-hmm. after, you should go to Rachel Dvorak's Instagram and check Thank out you. her poems. And yeah. so we want to yeah. tell them that your Instagram handle? R.M. Dvorak. Oh, my last name's hard. D-V-O-R-A-K. Yeah. So – and, like, honestly, I'm sure Grace is, like, tagged as somewhere. You can just find stalker. Yeah, exactly. Her. I'll probably tag this yeah. at that point, uh-huh. too. And then um, Taylor's got a cool Instagram, too. She's basically an Instagram blog. I'm just <laughs> Oh, no. She's an influencer. Cool. So. Ads on ads everywhere. Uh, no, but Taylor is cool. I remember, like, the first time, like, I think I did. I was like, can we hang out? Because I was yes, like, she looks so cool. And yeah, so, she is. Uh, but, yeah, so what's your Instagram name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's Taylor H. Glow, J-L-O-W. Like, oh, glowing. like Glow. I should have known yeah. that. Cause, is yeah. it spelled that way, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, I'm an <laughs> yeah, idiot. Yeah. I no, it's fine. Like, I Most think people think it's, like, my funny Instagram handle. They're like, Taylor Glows. And I'm like, no, that's my last name. That's actually my last name. That's fucked. All right. People are like, Valentine, you really like the holiday? I'm like, no. That's, no, that's not. That's so funny. That sucks. I know. I like if Valentine's Day is coming up. I'm like, how's everyone going to treat me special this year? I know. It's my day. My day. Happy. Exactly. I always tell, like, students, like, teenagers he was a real person. I'm like related to him, and then like mm-hmm. it was like and same like, he's my dad. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they're, they're like, so confused. They're, they're reevaluating like, the life. They're ever. like, what? I know. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're silly. Okay, but last before we leave is a question I'm going to be asking on like every podcast to okay. everyone yeah. as they come in, and it's just what is something that has given you life these days, making mm-hmm. it easier for you to wake up, giving you a sense of adventure in your everyday. Mm-hmm. That's good. For me, it's anything creative, and that's just probably more how I'm wired. But I think it's because the nine to five I'm in is not creative. Mm-hmm. And it can be very draining. And so, I don't know. I'm, like, speaking to people who either have a job, they feel that way, or they're about to graduate college and get into a job. Mm-hmm. Jobs are rarely what you think they are. And, I mean, they're it's called work because they're work. Yeah. Like, it's work. And so, um, you get to a point where you kind of wake up and you go to, like, you get home and you just want to go to bed. And, like, before, like, too long, that's your life. Like, you know, and yeah. I can feel very much in a slump. And before I know it, it's Saturday. And I'm just like, what did my week go? And I'm like, it's December. I've been yeah. working for six months. And, you know, and sometimes you feel like, I'm just kind of, no, no, no. Like, most of the time, like, I'm not really, like, happy. I'm not yeah. sad. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, like, you know, apathetic maybe. Um, and so finding things to do out, like, after work or and pushing myself to do them even when I feel lazy or feel like I just really kind of want to go home has been huge for me because I am more introverted. And so, but being able to, like, plan things with friends that I really enjoy or, like, go get coffee, go get dinner, I think that's been huge because I have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And it keeps me plugged in and it keeps me out of, like, my own head and, like, what if I was doing something different, you know? Yeah. Because then I get kind of, you know, bitter or 
resentful towards something that really should be a good thing. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. And I think what's cool is I you started that, like, Instagram poem thing mm-hmm. um, with the Enneagrams, which was so cool. Mm-hmm. But the, doing those things can be kind of really scary, especially yes. in this season, because it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you don't instantly have, like, 10,000 no. followers, no. you know? So don't. So. But, you still, <laughs> but you still do it. Because you feel like that's one, it's yeah. fun, it's healthy. It was for, for me. You to do it. It and was it's for, for you. It's mm-hmm. not it's for that. Yeah. And like yeah. it is such, and it has been helpful for people. You yeah. have been able to impact people through yeah. your creativity. But there's probably people out there who just think like, Oh, I don't wanna like how do I start these things? And I get that from a lot of you girls just have all the time. To do it. Yeah. They're like, mm-hmm. I wanna write too and I'm like, it started with me being the annoying girl on the blog. Like yeah. me being the girl who wrote a blog that some people in college were like, that's so lame. And I was like, you know what? I want to do this. This is for me. Like, I'm enjoying this. It's helping me process things. And so don't be afraid to, like, after work, do something that you want to do for yourself um, or for your faith or for just the betterment of your creativity. Yeah. Because if you care about what people think, everyone's always going to think you're lame. Yeah. 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 And I think for me, it's reading has been a huge thing. Mm -hmm. And that was something that I've kind of always loved to do. But it's just – crazy now because since I'm out of school and mm-hmm. who knows about master's grad school mm-hmm. I don't know blah but yeah like it that might be an eventually a thing but right now it's weird because like since we're done with college and school I just am like well what am I still learning so mm-hmm. I want to continue to be a good learner is mm-hmm. kind of my thing right now and so reading whether that be just a casual fun book or mm-hmm. it's something that I'm like oh this is something that I actually want to learn about is there a book you're currently reading um so I'm actually finishing the road back to you Rachel oh, gave me the that one. one yeah and then I'm reading creativity inc by Ed Cat. Um, who was a Disney Imagineer. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, I watched yeah. Walt Disney's Netflix documentary. Something like that. That's, that's the most reading I've done this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's, just, it's an escape for me. Yes. No. It's an escape. And better. just being, lear- being able to learn or then just reading a cool story. I love biographies. Mm-hmm. I think those are cool. And mm-hmm. I was really into this phase of reading um, biographies biographies about CEOs of companies yeah. to see how they yeah. ran their company. They usually wake up at like 4 a.m., right? Right. And yeah. you're just like, wow, motivation. Like, that's great. Right never be me. But <laughs> yes. I'm yeah. so happy for you that I you know. found that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What about ones that stay up till 4 a.m.? I know. <laughs> that's me. That's I like me. I'm I've had people. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's kind of my escape. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, I also, real quick, sorry guys, I don't no, want to take the But I, so I know you and Taylor work kind of more like in a Christian environment. I don't. And so, and that's another reason why I think my work is so draining because, like, I work with some tough people. And if they're listening, that's awkward. But, like, I love you guys. I doubt um, it. <laughs> yeah. But it's, like, I mean tough, like, in the sense where they're not, like, anyone I've ever had to be around because I went to a private high school and I went to a private college. And so while Sanford wasn't perfect, people liked to pretend that they were. And yeah, so like, yeah. I'm now working with people who were, like, literally, like, it's kind of, like, they just own it. They're like, I don't care. Like, I have tattoos everywhere, purple hair. Like, they just, like, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. that kind of vibe. Yeah. And part of me loves them for it because it's so real. You know, part yeah. of me thinks that they're awesome. But the other part of me is just, like, I kind of feel like – I don't even feel like I even have a source to be a light because they're just so, like, mm-hmm. against it and they're mm-hmm. not even open to it. And I feel like – Taylor told me once that, and I've never forgotten it. You're just, like, you need to, like, build that relationship because they'll kind of see that. If they trust you, like, as a person in your relationship, then they can kind of see – be yeah. a light in that way because they can rely on you. You know what I mean? And just be like, being kind. Yeah. It's not so much about like, oh, I'm talking about church. Oh my God. You know, like I need to say something. No, yeah. But it's more like, am I nice to them? Am I, you know, I'm always like laughing with them. You know, and they see me as a nice person. And I, if they feel safe with me, mm-hmm. that opens a door. Yeah. Like more than that. And I feel like I just want to share that because I know a lot of people probably won't end up working in a Christian. Yeah. yeah. And it's honestly like, it's kind of like, it's tough. Like it's draining, you mm-hmm. know? Like it's just, and you're like, I am the odd one out. And mm-hmm. people are really against everything I stand for. And then so, when I was in high school, I was mm-hmm. like a waitress for a while. And, yeah. uh, in New Orleans and like sushi and it was great. Yeah. But man, I learned so much about the yes. world. Because it's yes. just like I remember yeah. I, one time someone was like, I 
I'm bisexual now, like, and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm, like, a little 16-year-old, like, church girl who, what? like, I go to public school, but yeah. I still was, like, very isolated at that yeah. point. I'm like, oh, what? What does that mean? Like, yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, I knew what it meant. But yeah. I was just, like, I just had never met. Or people were, like, like getting pregnant and, like, yeah. nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. And they're living these lives that also are, they're very kind people and they're doing yeah. so many great things. But it's hard when you are in a not-Christian environment and sometimes they're, like, they're upset about something and you can't just be like, I'll pray for you. Because I'm like, that's yes. just the most douchebag answer ever. Yes, it is. Yeah. And people, like, honestly, like, they don't like Jesus. They don't. Like, yeah. they don't, and they don't really want and anything the to reason they don't like Jesus yeah. is because Christians normally suck. Yeah. And they've mm-hmm. had really bad impressions yeah. of yeah. them. And so, I think you bring a good perspective about being, like, that Christian in a non-Christian workplace. Like, no mm-hmm. one's encouraging you. Like, it's yeah. kind of every man for themselves. Like, yes. people probably talk about each yeah. other yeah. all the time. They do nothing of anyone else. Like, they literally, it's like, <laughs> almost like, kind of like, Okay, you know, like there's other yeah. people like in courtesy. I know they just, but it's like it's, they just don't, yeah. like you know, and they're like, you know, they compl- It's just a lot of complaining, so it just starts to wear for sure. Yeah. And it's yeah. at that point, and especially when you're so used to being around people, one, your own age, like college, mm-hmm. you were a sea of twenty somethings, and yeah. you're like, this is great. Like everyone's my everyone's age. Everyone's beautiful. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> now I'm with just like thirty year olds. So pretty. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> and now I'm like, I haven't seen the world of like bad health yes. insurance. <laughs> yeah, and now I can get evicted. It's fine. Yeah, I work with cynical like thirty year olds. You know, so it's like hard. It's just different. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things, though, and as cheesy as it sounds, like, you are where you are for a reason, and sometimes it's even hard being in a Christian environment, because mm-hmm. I'm like, time to hustle, and, <laughs> and everyone's like, sometimes, not, and I'm not saying, like, in this workplace, but even working at a camp, it was like, everyone would do these, like, really, people would talk about spiritual warfare all the time, and I'm like, how about we just, like, work and pray through it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Let's keep on moving. Um, yeah. But, but still, like, you bring up so many different problems that I never even thought of. Like, mm-hmm. but how lucky are they to have you? As mm-hmm. cheesy as that sounds, mm-hmm. as cliche as that is, mm-hmm. you are where you are for a reason. Like, yeah. God got us this far for a reason. God yeah. got us through mm-hmm. college. I don't know how he did that, but he did, yeah. you know? And he's going to keep moving us and keep moving mountains and keep using us for his life. And I know? think you don't always know your own impact. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's ways that we were taught to measure it. Like, right. okay, accept Christ. Oh, my God. You know, but yeah. I don't think, like, you met. Me- I don't think impact Except- is measured <laughs> that way mm-hmm. and I always struggled and I know like that's maybe it's my three wing and like y'all can relate like I want I feel like I get glory from like certain things that are deemed to be glorified the affirmation yeah. yeah in roles but I'm like God doesn't need earthly glory to be glorified yeah no. like he like actually like does not need it at he all he doesn't measure success yeah he doesn't need it at all level success. Yeah. you know what I mean so yeah. it doesn't yeah. like that doesn't and he doesn't yeah. owe us that. Like, no. I think some of those Christians, like, okay, I'm in this non-Christian work environment, God, like, just give me some sign that they like me and that they don't yeah. know Jesus freak. And yeah. then you get no signs, and you're like, oh, thank God, if the nice God would have yeah. done that. So I'm like, well, what right. is nice? God has yeah. is kind God. Like, mm-hmm. we don't get to measure what you said, Taylor. Yeah. We don't get to measure what he thinks. We are just focusing on him and mm-hmm. living for him, and we'll be glorified later on in yeah. life for that. Like, yeah. we'll get eternity with him, and that mm-hmm. we still never even deserve that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's the most beautiful thing about him. And, yeah, there's no – I think especially I've learned the – like, I'm not trying to be like, I hate, sometimes I hate when people are like, you don't need words to spread the gospel because mm-hmm. you do, um, to actually talk about it. But you first have to, like, like Taylor said, you build a relationship. Because mm-hmm. none of it means, like, anything if it's coming from someone they hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's true. Mm-hmm. But, yep. so, thank you all so much for joining me today. And oh, so, we loved it. Just fun. it was so much fun. fun. I know. We'll get through the season. So. We will. We will. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging and joining with us today on the I'm Tired podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Grace Valentine. If you would like to follow me on social media, my Instagram is at thegracevalentine. My Twitter is at gracev96. And also feel free to comment, like, and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a five-star rating like you give your Uber driver. That would be nice. And so we hope that you'll join us again. Bye.